Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for coming back to the Sheila Wiggins Show, where you have your most esteemed actress, songwriter, producer, artist, Miss Sheila Wiggins. Uh, Miss Sheila, how you do? I'm doing fine, girl, just fine. That's good. So last time we were talking about Christmas, we were talking about the holidays and uh, Easter has passed us by. So I wanted to ask you, how about Easter? How do you guys you know, celebrate that down oh, in Jamaica? Easter down in Jamaica is a great time. It's a time of Lent, you know. What we serve down there during the Easter is fish, fish and bami and stuff like that. But the mm -hmm. greatest time of all is service. As a little girl growing up, I will never forget going to church. Service starts at 12, 12, 1230. That's the time. And um, the service goes right on until one o'clock. Of course, that's a, for a little girl in church. It was very hard. So Aunt May, my Aunt May would bring bun and cheese in her pocketbook. <laughs> and then when it, you know, she know I'm getting out, she would give me and I would go outside and go eat my bun and cheese and come right back. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the service would, you know, would go on. It's always a, a day that we all respect. The embassies close, the Jamaican embassies close. The American embassies open, but the Jamaican embassies is closed. Business places are closed, banks are closed, and all these places of business. So it's a call it a day that people really respect. When Christ is off the cross at one, that's when church is over and everybody goes, you know, and, and everything starts back up again. In the time that I was there as a little girl, though, we had trains at the time and the train wouldn't run and all the stores would be closed and everything was really closed down for the time. But when Christ is off the cross, then they would open up back the businesses and putting out the bank. The bank wouldn't be open, but other places would be open up like restaurants and stuff and they would serve. That goes right into, we have Sunday, you know, he's risen from the dead. So that's another big service down there. Wow, girl. You have the choir walking in, coming through the front door, coming right down the aisle and taking their, their spots up on the pew. And it would be a great service. He's risen, risen, risen. And they would wear their um, white dresses and cassage and flowers. A lot of that. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now service would be over. And then you would go home. And then, of course, you know what dinner is always going to be. Either be kingfish, escovich kingfish with um, bami or a little vegetables and rices. There was really heavy stuff that they do. My aunt may used to do the fish early and then she would have vinegar and onions and that it'd be soaking in that. So when we come home from church, she wouldn't have to go by the fireside really to go and start a meal. It would be all just, just heating up everything. And, and then your bun and cheese, you got to have your bun and cheese, right? Yeah. So I have a question. <laughs> a lot of people may not understand or know what, what is escovige fish? Oh, escovitch fish is a fish that is big slices of fish. They would flour it and then they would fry that and then they would take it out and then they would they would saute some onions and, and peppers together. 
-hmm. And then they would put that over the fish after the fish is being fried and everything, they put that over the fish and that helped to keep the fish real good for dinner. And that would be in a Pyrex dish or so in the refrigerator sitting, waiting to be heated up. And when you come from church, you don't have to run all over the place like, you know, <laughs> to get the dinner ready. That would be just warmed up and ready to go with whatever vegetables you have ready to go with it. Mm. Or bami. Bami is re really, they love that part. And what is bami anyway? Made from cassava. Okay. And then it is a process. It, bami goes through a process because you really have to process it. And then you have to, um, you know, it grows under the ground. So, you, you know, you, when you reap it, you have to peel it down and then it's dried in the sun, fry that or they bake it or whatever. It would more look like a donut, but not a, it's hard. It, it becomes hard. And then in the middle, you cut it and it's soft. And then you serve that with the escovage fish. Mm. That tastes very good because remember it's vinegar, onion and everything, all the peppers and stuff is on it. So it's soaking the vinegar and onion. Yeah, it tastes good, I have to say. Yeah, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, ever, you ever have it? Mm-hmm, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're asking about it. <laughs> no, I just want to introduce other people who don't know what it is or anything about it. You surely are missing out if you really like seafood and if you like a little bit of spice escovitch yeah. fish is very nice very nice you could also use um you can use other fish too like snapper too right yes snapper or mm -hmm. goldfish mm -hmm. you can use any of those fish and and the bun the bun you know we we go great crazy for the bun and cheese and in fact for me I had to run to the to the store. We have a Jamaican store. And I said, I, I said to Craig, I gotta get my I gotta get the bun. I gotta get the bun. It's it's a tradition. <laughs> so you want to see me trying to get to that Jamaican store. Mm -hmm. And when I, I got there, I walk in and I said to the girl, Do you have any Jamaican bun left? People just buy that out like crazy, you know. We have Jamaican people. And she looked at me and she said, Let me check. The next thing I know. Mitchy went up on the chair, and when I look at the top where she's standing on the chair, there was a last bun sitting up on top of the, oh, <laughs> the, wow. the last bun. And I look around at everybody and I said, Oh my God, the angels were holding that for me. <laughs> mm -mm. And I got my bun. And, and she looked at me and she said, But the cheese is gone. I said, Oh, the Jamaican cheese, you know that yellow cheese? Mm -hmm. she didn't have any more they bought out everything was gone i just i just get the last one so anybody come there's no more so i was lucky that day and i said curtis see how happy i was and he knew i wanted that bun so bad and he wants some too he loves it mm -hmm. so he said well i suppose we have to step and get some cheese <laughs> so you go by it is not the right cheese though that goes with it but it still was something we got the bun is the most important would you believe he was on that bun every day until it go oh yeah it, oh, it wow. didn't last very long i'm telling you and that was a big bun wow but it didn't it didn't last long because he loves that and come on to jamaican food my son loves that so that was the bun and cheese I didn't have fish. I did something else. And, and I said, okay, he's not a fish lover to that. 
But for me, I do kingfish, escovitch, the escovitch kingfish. That's the one I would want. And we were no nearer around to get that kind of fish. You got to go to the Jamaican market <laughs> mm. because nothing, no more. Anybody came after me. There was no more. Mm-mm. Monday, they said, why do we close on a Monday? Mm. On a Monday, Christ rose the Sunday, right? So it's three days. On the third day, he rose again, right? Yes. From the dead. So that's why we have Monday. So we don't go to school. We have an Easter holiday for the kids, and that's how it's done down there. They're still keeping the tradition, I understand, because I I went back to check, and they're still keeping the banks are closed, and and the embassy, I said, good. So they're still keeping up to date, living up to what they, as a little girl that I grew up with. So I'm very pleased with that. Mm. Yeah, I'm very pleased. That's good. Okay. So as far as church is concerned, when you guys go on Easter, how is it like a big spectacle? Like, is it, what is it like? Or it's just like regular, everybody just dresses up and goes. There like any bigger celebrations as opposed to normal? The Easter, they wear their white dresses. Mm. And you have the, the women that are married. They call the, you know, those, they sit down front, the helper board. Most of these women, they are the ones that prepare the communion table, Mudoza, my aunt May was a member of that, and see that the tablecloths and everything is set for communion or what, everything was intact. Let me tell you, Moravian churches are very organized. They're very organized. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that your mom was a Moravian herself. Yes. We're very organized when it come on to church work. Everybody has their own assignment and it goes on real good. Pat everything from tablecloth to communion cups to everybody has their own little part of the job. So they call them the helper board. That's a group that see that everything in the church, the, the, the hymn books, the this, the that, everybody. Then you have the guys that pick up the collection that pass the collection down. Mm-hmm. And I can remember the choir where, where the pastor stands for the sermon. There was always a lamb. There was a lamb right on that um, podium where he stands. And I said, they're, they're, they were really into what they were into. And they did it in such a beautiful way. Because mm-hmm. when you see that choir coming through, imagine you sitting in church, you sitting on one side of the pew and I'm sitting on the other side. And they walk through the middle. They walk right through that middle and come right down up to the altar and come right around and and get in the pews to go sit down. Mm-hmm. And, and they're singing. They're not just walking. They're not just walking ordinary. If it's Sunday, they're singing. He's risen from the dead. Up he arose with a mighty sorrow for his soul. I mean, I mean, when they sing, it's like lustily. That's the word I would, I would call it. They sing lustily, okay? Mm-hmm. There's no holding back at the Redeemer Church in Kingston, Jamaica. Anybody who has attended and is listening know what I'm talking about. There were the pipe organs that Miss Bitch played, that little lady there that plays the pipe organ and have her foot on those pedals and go. That's the kind of organ that was in my church when I was a little girl growing up. And oh, when that thing start, you can know service. Girl, it's beautiful. Mm. I mean, if you, you could hear it from afar, you can hear that organ, the pipes, it have pipes. If you look, when Miss Bish played at those, 
with her feet going all different. Yes, you realize, beautiful. My cousin had one of those in Pattison, New Jersey, and she showed me how to play it. I could play it. I wouldn't play a whole thing, but she would show me the foot movements on the pedals and, and the ones that you pull out, you know, you, you know, the mm-hmm. got to pull out those stuff. Mm-hmm. Your cousin Cher knew how to do that and play too. Mm. I, I mean, I mean, she taught me well because she was a, um, she played for the church. So she was the organist for the church and she made sure she bought one. Her husband put it in our house. Mm. So that gave me the opportunity because she's my cousin too, like you. When I go there, she would say, come on, Cher, sit here. And she showed me how to pull them out or to get all lined up and, I could play, I can go in into one song, into another, into another. That's how I was. Mm-hmm. Thanks to her. Beautiful cousin. She loved the Lord. Church people, honey, they were church people big time. Mm-hmm. And ser- serious church people too, because you have prayer meeting and everybody had, it's like a family all there, just like what you see going on up here in, in America. But those families were tight families. And, and it's like when you become a member of the congregation, you become a family. So you receive right in. As a little girl, I enjoyed Sunday school. Mm. Oh boy, didn't I? I love all the songs that they played. There was a song there that the birds up in the treetop sing their song. The angels joined the chorus all day long. The flowers in the garden. Lend, lend their hue. So why shouldn't I, why shouldn't you praise him too? Mm. <laughs> See what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so those are the songs. And then you had the songs about, um, I am a soldier in the army, all those songs. The songs that we, as a little girl growing up, every little girl would love it. Mm-hmm. We sang it at Sunday school. And it, it, Sunday school became a very interesting place. There's one song there that I would love to put out to the public. And I don't think any little girl will know that because I'm way up in age. But it's watch your eyes. Watch your eyes, what they see. Watch your ears. Watch your ears, what they hear. For there's a father up above looking down in tender love. So watch your eyes. Watch your ears, what they hear. And it goes right down to watch your lips, watch your hands, and watch your feet where they go. And you do it with the action. When they start to play, all you have to do is do the action. And your Sunday school teacher will, will guide you and say, okay, next you got your eyes, you got your ears, you got your lips, and what else? You got your hands, what, what your hands do. Watch your hands, watch your hands, what they do. For there's a father up above looking down in tender love. Watch your hands, watch your hands, what they do. Then you go down to your feet, watch your feet where they go. And then all of a sudden she said, okay, we're going to put everything together. And then you say, watch your eyes, your ears, your lips, your hands, and your feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you say, what? There's a father up above looking down in tender love. Mm-hmm. Watch your eyes, your ears, your lips, your hands, and feet. Now we pick it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the kids love that because it's not just dreary what you're uh, No, we have pep to it. Right. That's where all the singing come from. Everything was a singing. Even when you play games, the games that we play as little kids out as a little girl, you had, there is a brown girl in the ring, whatever color you are, that's what they do. There's a black girl in the ring. There's a kind of girl in the ring. And that those are the ring games that 
we would play and Mary and Louisa would soon come home, those songs and the ring, there's a ring form halfway and then you'd have two people walking in and then they'll walk around and we'll pick a rose and you go right around and you pretend that you're picking a rose off the person's and it was very, as I said, we we did a lot. We we had a lot of games outside. We spent a lot of time outside. We hardly spent time inside the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do the jump rope. We even play cricket. And we didn't have no ball. We used the breadfruit or the orange. <laughs> mm-hmm. We used a sour orange on the tree. I can remember they were going to go look a sour orange off the tree. And we you know the coconut bowl? Mm-hmm. That's our bat. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to hear about a little girl playing all these games? Okay. That's the bat from the from the coconut bow. We'll break that down. And add that as a bat. And the wicket is behind us. And we would use our orange or sour orange. And we are in the cricket business. <laughs> mm. That's how even the boys play that too. And then we have the races and the marbles. We would, oh my God, marbles was a thing for us. Oh God. You know, when you put the ring in the in the dirt and you put them all the pretty marbles in the middle. You didn't play that, right? Mm-mm. That was another interesting game because guess what? We got to hit out the nice ones what you put in there. We're playing against each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to go for your pretty marbles, what you got in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> the one that is the prettiest, that's the one I want. And so that was another interesting game. Both girls and boys play. Mm. And then we even play dominoes. Of course, I wasn't great. I don't, I only know to match the dominoes. So all these games, the card, playing the old maid. You did you do that one? Yeah, I played that one before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what you mean? Mm-hmm. So you know all these the snake and ladder? No. You didn't play the snake and ladder. We, <laughs> no. we played the snake and ladder. I mean. Mm-hmm. Anybody is here and me will know the era I'm coming from. Mm. And those, we, we spent a lot of time. But for all the things, education was the main thing that was being pushed in our face all the time. Yes. So when you get home from school as a little girl, you're going to say, do you have homework? <laughs> and <laughs> we had a lady by the name of Miss Pinky. She would say, everybody have homework, anybody do? And if you don't have, guess what you do? She give you homework. Mm. <laughs> so don't say you're going out to play. Everybody, there's a certain time when you sit down and everybody, and she'd walk around like you in school and check. Now I had to go over and play with the neighbor's kids because I was the only child. So I went and joined up with that group of kids next door. So I become one of part of them too. So I had to do homework too. Mm. And, but, you know, but that was so good for us. We had our chores. We used our money as a little girl. I was the banker. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much do you think it is? 25 cents. Mm, gee. To rake the leaves outside mm-hmm. every Saturday. You rake the leaves. This is, this is weekends. You're off from school. Mm-hmm. You had to take care of the yard and make sure all the leaves are picked up. Mm. And I go way back to when we had no light. I only had a lamp. And my aunt would say, remember to clean the lamp and trim the lamp chair. And I said, oh, yes. And I make sure. And on the lamp, it would say home, sweet home. Mm. Lamp. I do, I do my work. And I, as a little girl, I didn't think anything wrong with what I was doing. I feel like because I didn't know. We don't have TV and all those things. 
no, we don't have phones. We don't, none of those things. But when they ask me what I want for Christmas, mm -hmm. I would say a bongo drum. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> I want a bongo drum. You say that's what you want for Christmas? Yes. And I want a dolly stove and I want to iron with it. Mm -hmm. You know why? As a little girl. Because when I get the dolly stove, I can go bake some coal and start my own little fire and make my stew, my June plum. You know June plum? Mm -mm. It grows on a tree. It's great, kind of prickly. But when you take and they ripe, you put them in the pot with sugar and cinnamon. And oh my God, every one of us have one. And it tastes good. Mm. Because you broil it down with the sugar and whatever, and you put the stuff in there, and man, it's like a chutney, you know, that kind of way that you serve with something. But as kids, we love it because it's it's good. The the iron I used to iron my ribbons because when my aunt may say, "Bring your ribbons to me," I better have nice smooth ribbons so she can put in my hair mm. to go off to school. So then she asked me, "What else you wanted?" I wanted a set. Up, you know, the set with the teapot and the little cups, them and the milk and everything. Mm -hmm. You had one, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, see, I'm pulling you too. I'm pulling you along. <laughs> you see, so you were comparing. And look, your mother bought the same thing. My, my aunt may bought those. Those are the things we, we treasure when we have any little cookout for outside with the kids. We got all, all those little stuff where we'd go get a little sugar in this, in the sugar bowl, get a little milk in that. And we would, we're having tea. Mm. <laughs> you see, I don't know if you did that, but we did that. Mm -hmm. The kids that were with me were like sisters. It was Pam, Norma, and the cousins were Patsy and another one and Pansy. But coming back to the banking of the money, I was a banker and they would bring their money to me and, and you would get first draw. Say, Michelle, you get first draw. <laughs> All right. Mm. You have money in your pocket. You, you see, you, you, yeah. you have money in your pocket. Okay, who is going to get law? No, you have double hands. So if you play double hands, you would get 50 cents. 50 cents is two hands there. So you get more money. And I was a banker, the money. Would you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this was good because guess what? It teaches us to be independent, teach us. We're thrifty because we rake the leaves, wash the dishes, all those kind of stuff we do to get money. To guess where we're going to the matinee at the Carib Theater in Crossroads. Anybody who know Crossroads in Jamaica, where the Carib Theater is, that's where we had to walk to get there. We have no bus to take or nobody to give us a ride. Mm -hmm. So we all get together and walk together and we go see the matinee start at 10 o'clock every Saturday morning. <laughs> mm. And that's where I get to see, um, as I grew up, I get to see Summer Place with Sandra D and all these, um, you know, all these movies that you see going way back from that time. I get to see Splendor in the Grass. Sandra D starred in that too. But on all the songs, there's a Summer Place. You get to learn the songs because it's very, very nice. And those were the kind of fun that we had as 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 a little girl growing up with the kids next door and the neighbors kids that was fun time oh and i you know that's a nice time yeah it is that really is that's a great story and with that we're gonna close it up and what are we going to talk about next time we're going to talk about mother's day all right and that's coming up soon actually next month yes that 
Yes, that's mm. Mother's Day is going to be coming up. And that's another big day. All right. And before we yeah. go, you know, because we didn't really talk about music this time. Are you working on anything new? Can you give your friends a little preview? Yes. I have one song that I'm going to refurnish. And it's Jesus, I come to you with open arms. No task too big, no task too small. Father, for you, I do it all. I mean, I, f- I figure folks out there will love this song when they hear it. It is it's very meaningful. And that was the first song I wrote and it won two awards. So I really have to get that song out there. So I'm going back in the studio. I'm saying this have to be refurnished because folks out there, the world hasn't heard it yet. Maybe a few people might hear it, but it needs to be out there. And that's what I'll be working on. And another song that I also is in the making that's almost finished. And it's about helping somebody today. It might be just a few words, but deep in my heart, I know it's a start. So help somebody today. That's the one I'm working on. Mm. <laughs> so those are the two songs I'm planning to get back in that studio there. The, the first one is more of an island, island beat and a couple of musicians from Jamaica and one musician, the keyboard, he worked on that and it was done at Unity Gain in, in Fort Myers. So, all right. Well, thanks a lot, Miss mm, Sheila. Thank you, my darling cousin, no for problem. helping me with this podcast. And I'm hoping all the Jamaican folks that know me will support it and help move this on because there's a lot to mm-hmm. talk about from my era. There's a lady down in Jamaica. I would love to get in touch with her. Yendi, she's there. And another one that is from Merle Grove High School mm-hmm. that became a lawyer recently. Oh. I would love to get in touch with her because when she said a Latin word that's on the badge, I just smiled all over and I felt so proud. So oh, I hope whoever is listening can pass on the word to those folks. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you. And you guys have a blessed day. Take care, cousin Cher. You too. Have a blessed Wanda. Bye-bye. Thank you.